That's right. Thanks, Johanna, and thank you, everyone, uh, whenever you're listening or watching, and wherever you're listening or watching from, uh, we're honored that you will give us a few minutes. Yeah, uh, this one is named Solve, and my son Harry told me after I did this one, you sure you really want to call this Solve? He didn't like that name at all, and it probably is kind of cheesy, but, but I was trying to get across a point, and the point is this. Um, the biggest issue in the psychology, self-help, I would say religious, uh, spiritual world is your moment-by-moment -moment experience. It's how you feel today. It's, it's like at the end of the day, if someone asks, how was your day? Would you say, uh, yeah, you know, it was about normal, uh, five on a scale of zero to ten, or, oh, I had a really good day. It was a nine on a scale of ten. Usually, if it's a nine or something like that that we're excited about, it's because some circumstances happened that made us feel good, gave us pleasure, or took away pain, but then tomorrow or the next day, it doesn't really carry over, and we've got to start all over again. And, and, of course, sometimes people say, ah, yeah, it was a bad day. Um, man, I just, I, I need to just chill out tonight. It was a bad day. And all of us have those. But what would you say if on your average day, 0 to 10, when somebody asks you at the end of the day, how was your day, your average rating was a 6, okay? Let's say your average rating was a 6. What difference would it make in your life if you could go from every day being a six to every day being an eight. Just think about that, okay? Uh, I've asked a few of my clients that question, and, and they said, oh boy, that would make a big, if every day, at the end of the day, I could say this was an eight out of ten, this was a, this was a great day, or a really good day, or whatever, that from uh, coming up from just sort of a, yeah, yeah, it was okay, nothing really bad, but nothing really great either, that would make a big difference. And, and I agree, and I kind of went from that in my life, from every day being kind of like a three or four, to every day being like an eight, okay? So that's what I'm talking about when I say solved, is because the religious, the self-help, the psychology world, uh, even the health medical world has been trying to solve that for hundreds of years. And we've done it with pills, we've done it with seminars, we've done it with books, we've done it with whatever. And I think we've overlooked a critical factor, maybe even the linchpin factor. And it is all the little things during every single day where you have a thought, I should do that. Or, I shouldn't do that. And it's everything from uh, letting your significant other get in the shower first, to uh, changing out the garbage can when it's full, to letting someone into traffic, to not eating uh, three bowls of ice cream every day, to exercising a little bit, to, it, it's all those things and more. And most people, and I actually tracked this with myself one day, and it was between 30 and 40. 
uh, between 30 and 40 times a day, I had a thought, I should either do this or I should either not do that. And less than half the time did I actually do that. The thing I felt like was best for me to do or not to do. Well, here's the deal. Every time you have one of those thoughts, I should do this and you don't, or I should not do this and you do, you're punching your stress button. And and you and you go into fight or flight stress from anywhere from 15 minutes to several hours. So if you're like me and 30 or 40 times a day, you're you're thinking, I should do this or I should not do that, but less than half the time you actually do it, you're pushing your stress button 10, 15, 20 times a day. What does that mean? It means you're stressed almost all day. Well, surprise, surprise, that most of us live our life around a 3, 4, 5, or 6 out of 10, not an 8, because we're stressed most of the day. And according to the United States federal government, 90 plus percent of illness and disease comes from stress, but it's not just that. It's feeling bad instead of good. It's anxiety instead of peace. It's sadness instead of joy. Okay? It's kindness instead of anger. So, I believe most people, this statement would be correct. You're doing it to yourself. And if you can start, and, and a lot of people I work with, and this was true of me too, the big stuff, very often you get right. If, if you think it's a big deal, you do it, or you don't do it. But all these little things, we think, well, that's not really a sin or anything. That's just a decision. That's just a, it would be better if I did it, but it's not really wrong if I don't, well, an ancient manuscript says, if you believe something is wrong for you, then it is wrong for you. If you flip that upside down, if you believe you should do something, then you're going against your beliefs if you don't. Okay? So the translation to science is, whenever you do that, you're pushing your own stress button. So... Start prioritizing from the time your feet hit the floor in the morning to live by the spiritual, for love to be your compass, to prioritize even, maybe even especially, those 30 or 40 little decisions every day. And here's my deal that I, I truly believe. Every time you start doing more of those correctly than you have in the past, you will feel a bump up in how that day went for you. So if at the end of the day you would normally say a six, you start doing a couple of those little things that you've not been doing in the past, all of a sudden your days are a seven at the end. Start doing more, you're an eight. More at a nine, okay? And of course, keep doing the big things right and start doing those right if you're not. But for most people, the thing that gets us tripped up are not the big, huge things. They're these 30 decisions every day that 
we don't think are that big a deal. Let me tell you, they are a big deal. And if you don't prioritize them like that, they will kill your potentially good day and they'll do it every day that you don't prioritize them and do what you believe is right, when you believe it's right, how you believe you're supposed to do it. So, uh, and now, I've, I've got to do a post-it note. Some of you are in a place where you can't do that. You have so much negative energy inside and stuff, you could try, but you just can't do it. That was true of uh, my wife when she was depressed. No problem. Get out Trilogy and Memory Engineering and Rapid Eye Stress Release and some of the other tools that we've talked about. Activate your vagus nerve. Uh, and I believe within a period of time, usually about 40 days or so, you will get to where you can start just making the choice to do those things correctly. And, and then that is going to make a major, major difference in your day and typically every day. So um, whether totally solved or not, I think at least, at the very least, this can be a major difference maker in your life. Start getting the little things right. That's it for me, Johanna. All right. So if anyone has any questions or would like to comment, um, you can raise your hand by pressing star two. Star two is going to raise your hand. I'm going to check real quick and see if we have anything on the web. Type in. Nope. Okay, we have one hand. Let me open your line. It's from Glenn in California. I'm going to open your line. Hi, Glenn. Hi, Joanna. Hey, Glenn. Doing great. Doing great. Great message today. Thanks. Come on a little, a, a little late, Doctor. Could you go over the scale one more time as far as from the from scale from 1 to 10? Just show a little clarity. Well, I would just... I, yeah, I would just say that most people uh, that I know and am around, if you were to ask them at the end of the day, okay, on a 0 to 10 scale, how was your day? For most people, it's 3 to 6, okay? And on a bad day, 2 or 1, but most days, 3 to 6. When Hope kicked me out of the house, I was probably 3, 4 pretty much every day. If you can go from anything six or under to an eight, where on an average day, someone were to ask you at the end of the day, hey, how was your day? Zero to ten. And you were honestly able to say, ah, it was a great day, really good day, about an eight. What difference would that make? And for most people, going from six or less to an eight every day, which I've seen person after person do by starting to get these little things right, it can make a major difference in your life. Love, love that. And when, and when you're when you're concentrating, let's say you're having a great day, but you're dealing with something, you know, you're dealing with with maybe a, a sickness, you're dealing with this, some kind of situation. It just keeps it just keeps kind of interfering in yeah. your well, I would say uh, I would say a couple of things. First of all, that may be a big issue 
what we're talking about today are mainly little issues. So sometimes those big issues, you just, man, Glenn, you've just got to say, okay, I, I, I'm just today concentrating on putting one foot in front of the other. And I, know, I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that very well. But I'm going to try to just hang on by my fingertips and put one foot in front of the other. But what we're talking about today are the little things. Like, um, uh, I should tell Hope how pretty she looks tonight. Um, I should uh, offer to do anything I can do. If, uh, if the TV quits working or something, uh, instead of asking her to figure it out, I should see if I can figure it out. Um, Whatever it is that my heart says to me, you should do this or you should not do that. I, if I don't do it, I'm pushing my stress button. Now, another post-it note that I forgot are all you perfectionists, all right? And, and which is probably one in ten, and Hope was one of those. Um, you've already got this in spades, but the difference is you feel guilt and shame if you don't do it. Here, there's not guilt and shame. You're still okay. It's just you're killing yourself. You're killing your own day. But if it's got tons of guilt and shame with it, then it's probably coming from a big issue that's a relationship issue somewhere in your life or ancestry, and you need to fix that. But these, these are more the little decisions where there's not huge guilt or shame. It's more like, oh, I really don't think that's that big a deal. Um, but I do feel like I ought to take the trash out, and, and then I don't. Well, I've just punched my stress button. Wow. That makes a, makes a whole lot of sense. I, I just view it that, that it, you know, don't sweat the little things, and ultimately they're all little things. You know, God, God Yeah, yeah. And that's a fantastic book. That's a fantastic book. But I would say... They're not all little things. Some of them are bigger things. Um, like, uh, you know, Hope had one relationship in her life that was her Titanic, okay? And she had to work up for years on that issue. Um, and today it's, oh, night and day better. But I do think there are some big issues, but the little ones may be the one killing you, not the big ones. Yeah. Do you think all of us in our lifetime have a major issue, like a, a like a master issue or a master program that, that we come to this earth to, to fix or to, to overcome? I mean, it's like there we got a lot of them, but is there one CD that, that is like our destiny to overcome or to, to heal? You know what, Glenn? I really I, I really do believe that. Um, I did a thing one time, you know, and I was wondering about all this and thinking, but wait a minute, wait a minute. I've known four or five people in my life that seem like they never had a problem with anything. Everything just worked perfectly and was easy, easy and they never had. And so I contacted every one of those people and asked them. And every one of them said, that every one of them laughed when I asked them, and said, oh my goodness, yes, I've had things that I, I, I didn't even think I was going to survive. They were such big deals, and I've still got some. So, um, and I believe God did that on purpose, okay? That's how we grow and learn. And, then, and, and, if, and if there's no, 
if there's no friction against choosing love, then that's not really even a choice. There has to be a relatively equal choice or it eliminates love because love requires a choice to not love, okay? So yeah, I believe every person has their cross to bear, so to speak. Well, I think I just think it exists that way. It, it's it's not that you need to go looking for the adversity or go looking for the negative. It'll find you. But everyone has uh, my my wife and I will uh, will say this to each other probably once a month. You know, when we're talking about life and other people we know and and stuff like that. And that and that's this. Everybody's got their junk, and they do. So. You don't have to go looking for it. It'll find you. But so if you're if you're living and focused in love, you know, don't go off the path to try to find adversity. You don't have to. It'll it, it'll find you when it's that time for you. Doctor, it found me, Doctor Alex. It found me. <laughs> well, God bless you, Glenn. Thank you. Thank you so thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a great week. Okay. We have one more hand up, and this is from someone on Skype. I'm going to unmute your line now. Your line is open. Hi, this is Penny. I have more of a comment. Um, yeah. Very interesting. The synchronicity, because earlier this week, um, I had been dealing all day long with this problem that that had to be unraveled and has taken months to unravel, all because I didn't do, I didn't double check to make sure, sure it got done. Ah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so a little thing came back and bit, bit you in the rear, you're saying. Exactly, and so I thought, you know, from now on, I need to just and it kind of, you know, build, build from there as I thought of the whole kind of big scenario. And I thought, um, instead of putting things off or avoiding things, um, my thought process was from now on I need to um, decide, am I choosing this because it's the best thing or mm -hmm. it's the right thing or am I choosing it because it's easier? Like yeah. something or doing something else. And so then when I, I didn't think I was going to be it. On the, be able to be on the call and all of a sudden something happened and I'm like, oh, when I tap the, you know, the one touch dial and, and here you are saying this even deeper, you know, whole um, layer to that and how the, it, the, even the little things stress. That's a more practical thing. I'm probably kind of more where hope was back then, but yeah. it is harder for me to choose to do what needs to be done and the right thing, but um Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And you brought something out that I forgot to say, and that is, and it's really important. And that is that typically the reason we don't get the little things right, even though we feel them and think them, 
is because it's not the easiest path. The easiest path is to not do the garbage right now. The easiest path is to is to you know go on to work because I'm already late. The easiest thing is not to let the person in in traffic. The easiest thing is to yell back when somebody yells at me. Okay, um, it's harder to do what you believe you should do when you believe you should do it. But um, uh, as this lovely young lady just brought out, the problem is very frequently, I would even say most of the time, these things will come back around and bite you in the rear so that taking the easy way out ends up being the much, much harder way down the road. So if you can reverse that and say, okay, I'm going to do what I believe is right and best now, even if it's harder, you're going to make your future much easier. Great comment. Thank you so much. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. Remember, you can send in your question and not have to be here. We'll answer it, post it. You can listen to it at your leisure. Uh, but please, let's start talking in our lives about these, these important issues and help each other be happier and healthier every single day. Thank you, Johanna. I'm going to bug out. I love you. Thank you. Thank you.